Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle. I'm here with a very special person and a very special guest. Hello, Georgia Buckingham. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Normally, as listeners know, I would read an intro about the guest, but for Georgia, I felt like I wanted people to catch your vibe that I think that you give off, and it's I can't like really be done in an intro. So, so listeners know Georgia is Charlie's sister, but like that's not important at all. She recently went on a trip to like what how do you describe what the what the trip was? And for, was it a vacation? Do you consider that a vacation? To us that's a huge vacation. That's like the most relaxing vacation. Insane. You could go on. <laughs> We're going to talk about it in, in a second. So where did you go on your vacation? We went to the Gates of the Arctic National Park, which is located north of the arctic circle in alaska. up in bumfuck alaska do they say <laughs> is it they say like the bush of alaska they would consider that probably the bush the interior the bush the literally the back Ala- country like back country wilderness of alaska so she her and her partner luke went on this crazy vacation which is what we're going to talk about but when i think Georgia, if I had to like describe you, do you know, like, you know, like Paul Bunyan, obviously, Mm -hmm. but like, you're like a female version of Paul Bunyan, like a Calamity Jane or like an Annie Oakley, like like a frontier, a frontier pioneer woman, but like also you're throwing like a little witchy vibe, like, like you live on a farm. Is you, you call it a farm? I call it a farm. What classifies a farm and... like a house with a lot of land you because you grow things you produce things I think it yeah a farm you can classify something as a farm if you if you're working it okay if you're just like living on like a big piece of land like not a farm it's got a lot of land that's all but like if you're if you're farming it if you're if you're growing crops or if you're tending to animals or if you're you know doing something along those lines that's what I yes consider farming or being on a farm what do you farm on your farm we grow alfalfa Uh for hay and uh, we're in the process of getting some livestock, but we still have to put fence up. So uh-huh. dogs, cats, and chickens, that's all I got K- right now. Chickens, so. the eggs, yep, alfalfa. And how many acres? 60 altogether. That's crazy. So, okay, so <laughs> frontier, pioneer woman, but like, and I feel like you're just like out in your land with your two humongous, gorgeous white dogs, mm-hmm. like picking flowers and like making potions <laughs> and like... <laughs> Like drying turtle shells to like to, to like to you know, like bathe in like your garden tub <laughs> yeah. in the full moon and like exercise your demons and you, like you you pretty much got it down. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like this is like what we're talking about here. We're going to talk about your flower business too. So like it's like a beautiful witch. So it's like a you know a beautiful witchy vibe. Thank you. And then you look like you've like walked straight out of a Ralph Lauren catalog. <laughs> like you're like a beautiful. Ralph Lauren model who should be in like oh, a rugby like-, <laughs> like in a rugby plaid shirt and like you know knee socks that sounds besides old Ralph Lauren thing no, I think that, that all sounds pretty pretty that, much on point that, that is people need to get like the visual and the vibe okay so I wanted to have you come on and talk about this trip because as you just said like that was the most relaxing vacation that you guys could think of which to you, I, I, you know, obviously that's true, right? That's your truth. That's what you want to do. When I tell other people about the trip, they're like, she did what? <laughs> like they did what? So how did this trip come about? It all started as a simple little drive 
up to the Adirondacks. Simple. Yes. I was like, okay, Luke, let's let's go up to to upstate New York, and uh-huh. you know, it's close by, and what is like we don't have a whole hours? lot of money right now, <laughs> so let's just go. Let's go explore the Adirondacks. We okay. haven't been there. Okay, that sounds good. We like the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And he called me, I think, after work one day, and he said, you know, it's great. He said, you need to book some flights to Alaska. I was like, okay. I was like, oh, we can do this. I said, or if you're serious, I'm in. Let's do it. So we totally switched gears. Uh huh. Um, just like on, the, you're like, okay, no longer driving fingers, to New York. Yeah, we're, we're no now longer going to New York. Going to Alaska. to Alaska. So, and have you, you been on these types of trips before? No. Did we, you hike in like Canada or something? Didn't I see pictures of you? Not Canada. Um, Where Luke were those and I, mountains that you were in? Luke and I went to. Um, Oh, let's see. We did uh, Maine last year. okay. That's what it was. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Mount Katahdin. Okay. Tallest mountain in Maine. We did that last year. Okay. And you just I've never been to Canada before. You just like hiked up it. Just hiked and camped. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you have to like, when we first started looking into it, Luke brought it up. He said, you know, should we get a guide? And I'm not big into like... uh, like kind of like, like an a, itinerary, yeah, like, like an, an itinerary. Agenda. I'm not into that. Like I'm just, I like a to schedule. be free. Okay, I like to be able, f- yes. be free to do what I want to do. So yes. I said, you know, what, Luke, screw that. I, I don't want a guide. I don't. We can do this. We you can know, I think go we're into the tough. wilderness we of can, Alaska by ourselves it. with no cell phone service. We'll survive. No food. No <laughs> other people around. <laughs> no nothing. <laughs> no nothing. So I was like, all right, screw it. You know, I I got you, Luke. Like you just sit back. Uh, give me your credit card and yeah. <laughs> I'll take care of the rest. We're going to Alaska, buddy. And um, I did. We we booked all these flights. You had to book a series of flights. Our first one went into Fairbanks. The second one went up to a, a really small town about eight hours driving distance north of Fairbanks called Coldfoot. <laughs> little tiny airport with yeah. a, a little diner, you know, on the other side of the road and stuff right off the Dalton Highway. <laughs> no cell service, like no nothing up there. Like just a just a what pit are people stop. doing? Okay, yeah, it's just, just it's kind of like a pit like stop a, yeah. for, and the, the airport operates and delivers mail and and goods and stuff to all these people that live in the interior, and um and then they also take people into the gates. Okay, and so we flew from Fairbanks up to Coldfoot, and then from Coldfoot we took an even smaller little. I think it was like a nineteen fifties Cessna, like what? you know, couple passenger. Oh my God. plane in about an hour hour or two plane right into the gates of the Arctic, which is this like 8.4 million acre. Nothing. Protected wilderness. Wilderness. Of nothing. Nothing. No trails. No There's trails. this in a national, like a park where they're like, here's your map. Like here's you how you drive find. in. Like the only way to get in there is to either hike in or fly in. Like there's no roads. Yeah. No maps, no designated how camping you, spots. How did you find like, were you like Googling, like, how do I get to this part of the world? Like, how kind did you of like, know? cause there, cause it's like the least visited national park in the United States. So like, there's not really a lot of information. No. Like people write like all these blogs about it and stuff. I was going to say, is there like a Reddit? That's what like, you have to like look at. And like, there's hardly any pictures. And like, there's like, you just go in and you have like no expectations, expectations other than like the things, the couple like blogs that you've read online. Wow. And it's just, it's amazing. I mean, you've got Arctic tundras and mountains and these big granite spires coming out of the ground. And then these things called tussocks that are like these marshlands and like all the wilderness and the, the flora and fauna. And I mean, it's just, it's, Incredible. It's like otherworldly. Yes. I, I would imagine it'd be like another planet. So when you're planning, you were just like looking to like, how did you think about what are we going to need to literally Honestly, we survive? we surprised ourselves with, I think like we packed that the best we could have possibly packed. You There's do. probably like one thing that I could have left behind or something. But like last year when we went up to Maine and we, and we climbed Katahdin, it was stupid. Like we had like canned peaches and stuff, like just like stuff that like adding like so much ridiculous weight to our pack. So I was like thinking, I was like, okay, so we're going to be hiking like all these miles a day. You know, there's, you've got to, you're stuck with that pack. Right. So we like really broke it down to like bare bones, like basics. And like, I wore the same clothes, like pretty much all week. Like I had like changes of socks and stuff. Like I wore the same pants and like took like an extra jacket and stuff. But like, you're like bare bone. Like the most weight was probably like my tent. Mm. 
and probably like the food, which Luke carried the food in, in our little bear safe container oh, and stuff. Because I can't, we're we talking about <laughs> fucking wildlife out there that literally wants to eat you. <laughs> he had, I think he had about, I want to say 40 or 45 pounds. And how much and was mine yours? was about 35. Okay. So okay. I had a little bit less. Luke's a bigger guy. Yeah. Obviously he's a lot stronger and tougher than I am, but. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't so think he, so. So he held a little bit more, but, um. I mean, still, you, you talk about 30, 40, whatever, 50 pounds on your back all day, every day, besides when you're sleeping. It doesn't Rule. sound like much, but no, it, it is a lot. I think it sounds like <laughs> a ton. A lot. I was thinking, as I was traveling through Europe, I was like, this is an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. Like, m- moving cities, packing up all your shit. Mm-hmm. I had a backpack, a, a duffel, because I went shopping, and then a suitcase, and like, I have to walk 15 minutes to a train station and walk down steps and get on the train. And I'm like, exhausted. Sweating. (laughs) Exhausted. I'm like, this is such a workout. Yeah. And you put that on your back and then just like went into the wilderness. And it's crazy too, because like, it's not like, yeah, we had like some, some nice easy walk in along like riverbeds or something. But I mean, majority of the time it was like, you know, you're walking on like a one-to-one slope. Like you're like straight up and down. So you're taking like five steps and then I'm, you know, hands on the hips yeah. and I'm just like panting and like looking for water. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, we don't do this stuff often. Like when we do, like, we just kind of like, well, I was going to say like, did like, you it's not think in your mind at all about like, I'm going to, you know, train for this. We or never like- do. I mean, we work all the time and like Luke mentioned it. He's like, oh, I need, maybe I should start like running or something. I'm like, Luke, we're going to leave in like two weeks. I was like, it's really going to make a difference <laughs> at this point. Running. So we just kind of like, you know head first dive we're like, we're gonna do it. it. Well, you just, I think by nature, like your job and it, like you're physically active all day. You're, not, you're both not like sitting at a desk yeah, job. I mean, he's not like, like driving, but. the most in shape people in the world, but we're not out of shape. Like, I mean, like yeah. this was man, this was, I think pushing it a lot. This trip okay. was, but this, it, but we can handle it. I think this, this trip really kind of tested yeah. all physical mental everything it was especially towards the end i mean like we did yeah okay so you get so you so you you figure out your trip and are you doing most of the planning yeah okay you're researching my financial backer yeah yeah, i'll I'll give that to him you know it was it was great i I appreciate that love him him for it a partnership it works both ways right (laughs) someone's gotta you know it's always take care of it take my card take care of it yeah just get it done let's go i went for charlie and i's trip I did like all the booking, mm-hmm. all the like the where we staying, mm-hmm. where with the train, the airplane, whatever. Oh yeah. But then once we got to where we were going, then he was like the city map dweller, like knowing the lay of the land, like this is how we take the train, this is like how we get to this thing. So I was like, this is nice. You know, like that I did the Luke. work kind of on the upfront of it. And then once we got there, like he like took over and yep. was like, All right, here's here's what we're doing. And I'm like, but good for that. Yeah, I'm like, take it away. Take yeah. it away. But also, I'm very anxious to, so like, tell me every step of the way, like, what we're doing and how we're going to get there. Yeah. Which, oh, I hear you. That was, that was Luke. Yeah, so that's a good, a good partnership. So you got your packs, 45 pounds, 35 pounds. What, what did you wear, though? What is the weather like? The weather's tricky up there. And I think that we went in a really good time of the year because um, – July. It was it was the end of July. So it's right before everything gets really cold and rainy. Okay. And I think that was and you've got the most day, daylight up there. You got 21 hours of daylight when we oh, were there. Oh shit. So that was pretty wild. But the weather for the most part was pretty fair. We had one day that we got completely rained out and we stayed in the tent the majority of the day and just kind of um, waited it out. But yeah. there was one day it was 70 80 degrees during the day there was one day when it was like 50 during that it was kind oh, of all over like the extreme place. like diff- big yeah. changes and then like our last night it got down to like 20 something degrees and like everything outside froze and oh. so that but like other that was the coldest night okay so it, it kind of it, it was but that's hard because that's very to like gauge or prepare right yourself for it you have to almost be prepared for anything for anything so you can like layers i imagine you just have like a bunch of layers yeah so you like shed yeah and so add. i had like you know my my base layer and so did luke like long johns or or leggings or something and then you know we had kind of like a canvas carhartt pant or oh, something okay yes and then we had you know t-shirts and um probably like a, a warmer sweater 
and then a jacket, and then we also had rain gear too. So you have a, a oh, rain, yeah, rain gear, rain fly to go over your pack, and then a oh. rain jacket for you. And that was about it. Really. What kind of shoes did you wear? I had. Um, Oh, what's the brand? It's like this big time. Merrill. Merrill. Merrill yeah. hiking those are, boots. Those are, I have they were Merrill great. hiking boots. Yeah. They were great. And I think Luke had, I don't think they were Columbia's. They might've been Merrill's as well or something, but we, we had. You felt good. You felt. Hiking boots. And then we had water shoes too, which we use like when we were walking around our campsite. Oh. It's like air our feet out and stuff. Okay. But like, okay. Yeah. Um, did you have a game plan going in? Like you were like. Yeah, oh, we're but gonna... it went to shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the whole plan was to get dropped off in this river bank of the, the, the bank of the Alatna River, the great Alatna River that runs, okay. you know, and the, the, majority the airplane of the park. is literally just like landing on the water. Well, landing on the bank right next to this big, it's called like a big gravel bar where it's just this fine gravel and he can just okay. roll himself right in there okay. and land and he's got plenty of room to take wow. back off. And so the plan was to, to, uh, get dropped off on this riverbank, you know, hike up and see these these big granite spires that okay. I'd read so much about. Okay. They're called the Aragetch Peaks. Okay. So you have like a first like conquest. Like right. this is the I was goal. Like, That's what we're gonna do. That sounds yes. great. They look beautiful. I've seen a couple pictures. Sure. Everyone says it's great. Yeah. Go up there and then we can you know like fart around and yeah. do whatever else we want to do. Luke yeah. can go fly fishing. Yeah. So we get you there. You can like collect trinkets <laughs> exactly. and make potions. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do all the things that just whatever yeah. the heck we want to do. Yeah. So we get there, and I don't know if the pilot was the one that convinced us, or maybe it was Luke that convinced me, but the whole plan just changed. So now it's get dropped off on this river and go up in the Aragetch Peaks and check out what we want to do, maybe spend a day up there. Are those like the mountaintop? What is the that? Ma- like the just a series of mountains okay, like a within range. the Brooks Range. Okay. So there's you know like different peaks and stuff that they name, but... Yeah. Um, it was just kind of like a, a specific, I don't know how you want to say it. I, I always get lost for words. Um, just like an air. Just like a hot spot. Yes. I okay. think that people were drawn to just because of its like. Majestic beauty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we we changed the whole plan and, and now we're getting dropped off on the river. And are and you then, okay with that? Do you feel comfortable with like, I this is what we thought we were doing? Well, honestly, as, as comfortable as comfortable gets. Yeah, okay. I really was. And then he decided let's go get, I want to, you know, have a different extraction point. What's an extraction point? Where you get picked up from. Oh. So we're getting picked up. Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know how much further south it was, but on a, on a, on a lake. Okay. But the original plan was we're getting dropped off and picked up at the same spot. No matter what, whatever we decide to do, we just have to be back at this spot at this time or our asses are getting left. Exactly. But now it's, Get dropped off, and then and we have to make it down that, to a new that you've spot. never been to before, never and you been don't know to. where to go. No idea. <laughs> and uh, Takahula Lake, it was it was beautiful. That was our pickup point, and <laughs> it was amazing because we get there, or, or, or we get there, and we do got they just no, say like bye, good luck, yeah. like what? Well, I mean, like you can ask your questions and stuff. Sure. And they'll tell you anything you want to know. But do you have a map? A physical map. That's all we had, and it was the most incredible thing. And Luke, if you listen to this, (laughs) God love you for your navigation skills because we had we weren't able to get a GPS, we weren't able to get a satellite phone. There's no service, no nothing. So like a lot of people go out with a GPS. Uh, Okay, and I remember when you we were talking about before you left, you were thinking about getting a satellite GPS and a satellite, but that didn't just in case of emergency. Yeah. So we went out there with a 1990s map and a freaking compass that we got from Cabela's. Oh, my God. And, and the map was, like, broken into these, like, three gridded like qu- topographical yeah. sections. No. And Luke navigated with, like, Magellan. Like such. I, like Magellan. Like Magellan. Yeah. Just like Magellan. And I was Did he have just, a little pencil that he's like right he on? He did. Yeah, and I'm going to yeah, get these yeah. maps framed because he's got a yes, pencil. And he, and he penciled to. in our whole route. Yes. And like, you know, uh, wow. scaling it. And like, you know. That is so impressive. It was freaking amazing. I would not. I do like. I I truly don't believe I have the skill set to do that. Like, I don't know if I I'm I think capable. if it was life or death, I might be able to. But like that whole time, I just like, Luke, get the, get the map out and do what you got to do. Just yeah. tell me where you want me to go. I'll follow you to the and ends of the is, earth. And that is like such a luxury to have. Just to be like, it was amazing. I don't have to worry. Like someone else self-taught. is self-taught. <laughs> he self-taught, taught, 
you know, is self every all of it. That is seriously impressive. That's what I mean, like pioneer, Super. like frontier frontiersmen. Super impressive. That's what you guys are. But it was amazing because you had to, you know, you're following all these different rivers and streams and doing these mountain crossings, and you you. It's so easy. You're like, how am I? Am I going the right way? It's so easy to lose your sense of direction. Like if yeah. a cloud cover comes in and blocks your your point that you're like navigating off of or something, your reference point. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. And and you got this big storm that comes in and, and blocks that out of view. And it's it's just I don't know. It's so easy to get turned around. Yeah. And, and we <laughs> did once. We really did once. And I kind of got nervous. But other than that, for the most part, I mean, it was it, okay. It was smooth sailing. And wow. I couldn't believe it. It was it was really impressive. So you had to bring all of everything, like all of your food. You had all to pack everything. Mm-hmm. And I want I want you to tell the story. Luke told me this story when we were in Tennessee <laughs> about the gun that you so you guys like brought oh, a God. gun with you, <laughs> yeah. right? Which like necessary i to luke it was a big necessity to me i was like luke come on man like you know if a bear comes just i want the gun i, I know a bear. Like, I, I was being like i was being super irrational and and probably just kind of arguing with him just because i could you know yeah but um yeah he he or i did i i bought this 44 magnum which uh-huh. is like i have no idea what that handgun is handgun that's like it's it's like a bazooka. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Things like I'm not big into guns to yeah. start. It was just nuts. And um he was all over my, you know, riding my back about I I need to learn how to shoot it. Right, before. just in case. I said it's just like any other gun, Luke. You know, just I'm, I'm I don't need to shoot it. I'll be fine if I have to, you know, I'll I'll shoot a bear off you and, and yeah. I won't hit you, I promise. <laughs> It was so, I was, and we, we did, we stood out in the field after I got off work for like an hour, just arguing Yep. about me having to shoot this gun. And he's like, you need to practice. You need to be able to do this, Georgia. Like we, you don't know where we're going. You don't know what's going to happen. Like he was about to, he's like, you know, if you won't shoot this gun, cancel the flights. We're not going. Right, 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 right. I said, all right, screw it, Luke. I said, you know, so I popped one in the chamber and, and he walks out there and he puts out this beer can. It was Pap's Blue Ribbon. <laughs> and he sets it out there in the grass. I'm about, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to talk myself up. Like, no, you will probably tell talk. you a different footage or something. I don't know. Maybe like 30 or 40 feet, something like that. <laughs> and, um, and he says, if you can shoot the gun and stuff, we're good. Uh-huh. So I popped one in the chamber and I spun it and you know cocked the whatever back and and I hit that one pap- shot. And one you hit shot, that, and you go right, right in the middle of the blue ribbon. And I hand the gun back to him, and I march my yeah. ass back up to the house. <laughs> You're like, get your fucking bags packed. Right. <laughs> Are you happy now? And the way so, yeah. he told the story, it was so funny. He was like, I you know I was getting so mad at her, and I was like, you have to be able to do this. You have to learn how to do it. And he was like, that you was. <laughs> Like, looked at him, like, took the gun, just shot it, and, like, looked back at him and walked away. <laughs> oh, it was, like, the great Alaskan gun fiasco yeah. of, of 2022. <laughs> I was so pissed. <laughs> but it ended up being fine, and we ended up, thank God, not having to, you know, shoot it off up there because we saw zero wildlife. There was no wildlife. I When I read about this place, everyone says, you know, you take 10 steps off that riverbank and you're running into a grizzly. Oh, my God. And there's George. there's caribou herd migrations and just, you know, these um, uh, doll sheep and mm. uh, all kinds of, like, stuff. And we never saw a single one. We saw no. squirrels. That's it. Squirrels. Why do you think? Do you have an, a theory? I don't know. We were hot on so many trails with so much, you know, fresh scat on the ground What's and everything. Scat? Bear shit. Oh, okay. Or deer shit or okay. scat. Okay. Um, Maybe they were just avoiding you. I think they probably were. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I said, there are fresh paw prints and like everything. The signs were all there, but we never saw. I've never, I've still never in my entire life, 28 years, never seen a bear in the wilderness. Yeah, I have not either. No. I think I have. Do you ever sometimes, you can't remember if it's a memory that you have or like something that you saw on TV? Yeah. Or like a dream or that like, you had or something. It's like, but wait a minute. Something, was this real or? Yeah. I don't know if it's real, but I seem to have a memory of like being at a campsite or something, but there's like cabins, like structures. And the, no, I think that I'm thinking of a Sopranos episode. <laughs> 
Never mind. Anyway, I don't think I've seen a bear either. It could have happened. It could, <laughs> it could not have happened. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't really want I to. I want to. Oh, I guess I if it's so far away. Pumped. And like, that's what that was it. I mean, that was the reason we took the gun and stuff, just because of all the the, the wild, grizzly bear yeah. action and stuff up there. But I have read too many. Do you know the Reader's Digest? Do you remember that? Did you ever? So no. my grandma was like, it's just like a subscription little tiny magazine that like people would write real life. Like there was always a story about a shark attack or a bear attack. Yeah. Always. And they would be in the bathroom and I would always be reading my whole life about shark attacks and bear attacks. So much so that I thought that it was like pretty likely mm-hmm. that if I got in the ocean, like, you know, maybe a 50%. That's, the, that's how I'm going out. <laughs> like I really thought like shark attacks and bear attacks were happening all the time because they were just in every single Reader's Digest. And so I was ter- like, I would read them like, terrified and you ever see those videos on instagram or something where someone like runs into a mountain lion like terrifying to me and you're just like hope i see one (laughs) (laughs) well i mean we were right in their backyard we didn't get to see any (laughs) i was i was so bummed like obviously you know nobody wants to have like a a dangerous run-in with a bear or anything and but it's just something that like or like elk or or the bighorn sheep that are out there just something like that like Right. I never get to see anything like that. Like I've been to Montana and, and, and all over the West and never saw moose when I was out there. Like, Oh wow. You're due. Just, for I, one. I know I'm way overdue. Yeah, Everywhere I go, due. I miss everything. Oh, so yeah. I but, have, but I we were prepared for it. You <laughs> we're ready to go. Annie Oakley. So when you, so when you change the plan, so change now plan. you're going to these like peaks we're going Did up make to the it peaks. There? We made it to the peaks, and that's when we ran into that rainstorm. Mm. And we ended up getting turned around just because it was so bad, and, and we were just soaking wet and kind of miserable. It's not nothing's like worse than when yeah. you're wet and cold and tired, and you're like, you just want to be dry. Yeah, and, and in I your just, situation, like, how do you get dry for the fire? Do you make a? It's raining. You can't make a fire. Couldn't make a fire, so we pitched our tent. In the pouring rain. Do you have towels? Did you bring a towel? We had like little, like what are those little sham? Oh, sham wells. Yeah. Yeah. We had like some little ones that Luke found at Walmart that were like really small and and cozy and like feeling good. (laughs) No. So we kind of like, we pitched our tent and and we sat there. We took, you know, one at a time. We went in the tent, just like threw our wet clothes out there because it was already. Doesn't matter. Doesn't even matter at this point. Just get it out. And we put on our, you know, dry boxers or long Uh johns or whatever. Uh And we took our cookware into the tent and we sat there what did you <laughs> in eat? silence for a minute and ate, we had chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Gosh, we had like a lot of pasta. Oh. There were all these like MRE kind of meals. Okay. Like just add water. Okay. And, um, you know, the, the, the water for us was limitless, you know, it was all around us. Okay. So, so that's nice. Pulled some from the Creek or the river. Yeah. They tell you, they tell you, they warn you down at the ranger station in Fairbanks don't drink the water. If you do, you need to treat it because of Giardia. Oh, okay. Um, we never had any problems with you it. You didn't. We just kind of took the chance. And okay. You could have like literally been shitting your brains out the you, whole time. We could have. Definitely could have. But, you know, we both looked at each other. We were like, screw it. We just filled our little camel backs up out of the, the And so you drank the water the whole time. Drank it the whole time. Cooked with it. Yeah. How much water do you think that you were drinking? A lot. A lot. I don't know how big those camel bags are. I wish I did know. Oh, yeah. Because we were, I mean, we were filling them up left and right. So we both had a camel back and... Did you carry that? How did you carry that with your... It slips into like... Into the pack. Between like your back and the the rest of your pack. It's right in there. And then you got your little straw that comes up. And then I also had like another jug that I clipped onto my bag too. Uh Uh-huh. Drank a lot. Like every crossing, every river crossing we did or, or creek crossing, we were filling them up. Yeah. How many miles were we going a day? Oh, God. <laughs> I think that our average was somewhere between like 11 and 13 miles a day. Oh, my gosh. It was nuts. That is crazy. With the nuts. With the back, and you did not train for it. Did, were you sore? Super sore. Super, after the actually, first day. Actually, not... I think my shoulders were the most sore for like sure because traps. of the packs. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was kind of tough. But like legs, not really. Feet, yes. We have feet. blisters yeah. and and all kinds of stuff going on with our feet. I can't <laughs> but, even imagine. But um it wasn't honestly as bad 
like looking back on it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like it was tough. I won't lie. Like I, I probably wouldn't recommend this to anyone because no. it's like brutal. Yeah. It I mean, you, I mean, if, I mean, if you are up for a serious challenge, serious then, challenge. Yes. But, but it was like, I don't know. Like, like I said, looking back, I think like during the time, yeah, I think it was like the end of the world. Like, Oh my God, my legs are going to fall off. But looking back, like it could have been like a lot worse for it sure. It could have been a lot worse. Definitely sore, sore on the shoulders. Yeah. How many hours did you sleep then? Were you... We, I think we got like almost like, I don't know, probably seven to eight hours. Like we slept, we slept well. Well, yeah, I'm we sure you were really exhausted. Well. We, we, you know, kick our boots off and like pass get out. our tent and eat and we were, eat yeah, and pass out. out. It was, so, it was and great. how many days were you out there? Five days. No. Oh gosh. What was it? Was it five, six days and five nights? Okay. I think it was five nights. Five days and six nights, something like that. Five or six days. Okay. I can't remember. That's a long time. Still, that was a good... Did good you... Little. Were there any, like... Did you feel like, okay, to start out, like, okay, this is, like, kind of shocking. This is hard. This is tough. But, like, did you kind of, like, hit a point where you're like, okay, like, we've got this. Like, yeah. we're, like, I'm in there it were, now. There were some highs and lows because I remember, you know, we were cruising along for a couple days. And then when we started to make um, this mountain cross down to Tackahula Lake where we were getting picked up. Um, there was one point where we kind of started to doubt ourselves. And I think, I think me more so than Luke, like Luke, Luke's a pretty confident guy. Yeah. And, uh, he was really confident in his skills, but there was one point where I freaked out a little bit and we were trying to cross this pass, which we thought was the right one, but I think it ended up being the wrong one or, or, or vice versa. And, it was really nerve wracking because I, you know, like I said, it's easy to get turned around out mm-hmm. there and then you're pretty much screwed. Cause you, yeah. Cause if you don't make it back to that point, the guy, the guy tells you, he's like, Hey, he's like, I'll, I'll wait around for you for a little bit. Uh, but if you're not there, you know, yeah, I'll, not- I'll, I'll make come back next week and check for you or something like that. Or in like, you know, four or five days or something like I'll come back and look for you. But like, it's not going to be like every day, every hour, like searching no. and, so like if you if you get hurt and if you get lost, yes, it's seriously dangerous. It's really dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. The fir- the only like search and rescue crew around there is like down in Denali National Park, which is like, like I said, like eight nine something hours by car. Did anyone try to talk you out of this? Did your mom try to talk you out of it? Surprisingly, no. Yeah, everyone just said. Turn you, your location on on your smartphone. I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to do. That's good. not going like, to do find me any like, good uh, to a certain point. But other than that, and they're just like, you know, my my neighbor was like, you know, you need to check in with me, and like everyone was everyone was concerned, but no one said like. Oh. Do you think it's because they really didn't know exactly what you were getting into? I think so. I don't <laughs> think that they really understood like the severity of the situation. I understood the severity of the situation. I remember. I guess maybe it was like Fourth of July. That we were, you're like telling me about the trip, and I was like at the moment, like, "Are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, is no one?" I was kind of like everyone, like, "Is no one gonna stop them?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I was like, thought it was like a badass and like such a challenge, and I, I've been wanting to do something not to that extent, like maybe like hike like a portion of the Appalachian Trail you know like yeah s- something where it's like it's tough it's hard but like it's you're really kind of set rewarding. up yes like it would mentally be so and rewarding it's just I don't know and it's just always just beautiful yeah like it I don't know when we climbed Katahdin last year it was it, it was brutal I mean same thing it was yep. you know like you're hiking uphill both ways it was yep. it was hard yeah but you just see some of the most incredible things that you might not ever get a chance to see again in your life. Like that's kind of how we looked at this. Like it was an expensive trip. The flights were crazy expensive. Like it was a really big deal, but we might've never gotten another chance. For sure. Who's to say we would have never gone. For sure. And it was, it was just fucking beautiful. Yeah. And, And it gives you like your, kind of like agony and pain is purposeful. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is like getting me somewhere. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I 
love that feeling. Mm-hmm. I love the feeling of being like, this is so hard. I want to stop, but like, there's going to be a reward at the end of it. You're just push. You just, yes. you just figure out that like, you're, you're so much tougher than you think yeah. you are. Yeah. 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 Like you just have to literally put your head down and like, keep going. Just grind it out. And we, it was, it was like the last day when we were hiking. And I think that we were on like our 13th hour of hiking. Oh. And My like, God, we Georgia. were in that kind of like time where it was like this endless sunset because like, like I said, there's 21 hours of daylight. So it was like 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. And it was like, you know, it gets like twilighting. It stays yeah. that way. Yeah. So we, you know, no flashlights or anything. It was, it was beautiful. The weather was perfect and stuff, but we were just freaking tired, exhausted. So tired. But we were like, we're, we're getting extracted out of this lake tomorrow. We, we have to make it. And, no, and, and when we get to. down to this lake, then we can just relax, you know, the yeah. next day for like yeah. half the day until we get pulled out. So we're like, we, we've got to make it there. And like I said, it was like the 13th hour and, and we were tripping over our own feet. Like what was we going just through like, your mind? Like, I've got to stop. I've got to rest. I, I wanted to so bad. And I told Luke, I was like, listen, we need to take a break. Like, yeah. I just, I just need a break. And we laid down and I could have fallen asleep right there with my pack still yeah. on me. Like I could have passed out there. And Luke said, he's like, if you want to stop, you need to tell me. If not, we're going to keep going. I said, if you're going to keep going, I was like, I'll I'll follow you anywhere, Luke. Yeah, oh, God. And I swear it wasn't 40 minutes later, we came around the side of this mountain, and and it opened up, and there's Tackahula Lake. Oh, my God. Like, the gates of heaven had opened. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, and we went down, and we were just stumbling through the water down to get to this beach that we were going to camp on, and it was just like... Euphoric. It was the hardest <laughs> thing. Just like, like I said, like you obviously physically it's it's difficult, but like mentally to just like keep pushing yourself. Yes. Even though you're exhausted and your feet hurt and they're wet and you're tired, oh. just to be able to push through was like, it was pretty just like a wild feeling. Yeah. And I think Luke could probably agree with. Oh that. my god! <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine. And it's so, when the stakes are like that much higher too, like you really you got to make it. it. Yeah, you, you got to get there, and, and we did, and it was amazing. That's and, really good for like your life in general. That you like set things like set things like that up to really like test and push yourself because it, we're not given those opportunities in like day to day life. No. I mean, maybe like emotionally sometimes you're going through things, but like physically too. Like if you don't if you're not intentional about like putting those things in your life, then it can be really easy to just like get comfortable Mm -hmm. and stay comfortable. Mm -hmm. And like nothing really great happens when you're constantly comfortable. Yeah. So good for you for doing that. What's like the next thing? Where do you want to go next? Mm. I really still would like to go to the Adirondacks. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Right. (laughs) I don't want to live on that trip. That might be nice. Um, I don't know. I, I'd like to climb another mountain. I think we talked about, I think I heard you mention it in one of your podcasts about Whitney. Oh, yeah. A 14er. I want to do a 14er. That's the the tallest one in the continental U.S. I think Denali is the is the tallest one in the, in the United States as mm-hmm. a whole. Um, Whitney would be cool. I know I, that'd be tough because Katahdin, I think, was like a little over five. So you're thinking like, okay, triple that. I'm like, holy shit. Holy That's a lot. Shit. <laughs> um, it's a lot. But something like that would be cool or I wanna I want I really wanna do that, but I would absolutely fucking be training. I would like yeah. have a pack on and like be up and down the UC stadium steps. Because it would, yeah. I just for my own mental self, like I would if I would like arrive there with no training, I would just be like, Why didn't you do something? <laughs> Damn it! Did you do? Yeah, like just, too late now. Yeah, too late now. You just have to like. For, but then it would be also then just kind of nice to be like, okay, like what am I capable of without like the training part? Yeah. But my anxiety would not let me see that. But I really want to do that. I w- I would need so much help with like the packing part. Like, what do you bring? What like I don't know anything about that situation. I mean, how like much I said, food? I wouldn't even know how much food do you need, and if like. And what do you do if you can't get water out there? You have to bring all the water. That would be terrible because it's so heavy. Yep. That's what we had to do with Katahdin. And because so in Alaska, like obviously you've got all these yeah. runoff, glacier runoff and, and snow mountain stuff that you can fill up, whatever. And we had life straws too. 
which we did use. What's that? The the little cylindrical straws that um, they have like some sort of like charcoal little filter, filter thing. Like okay. this crazy filter in there that consists of charcoal and maybe sand or something else. Yeah. And you can drink out of like a, a puddle on the street. Right. Okay. Or something. Yes. So we use those a couple times actually. But for Katad and last year we did. We had to we had to filter some water before we left from our base camp up to the to the summit uh-huh. and pack whatever water we wanted for that day. Oh, see that is really That's a lot. because like I had a really terrible time in Spain because you can't drink the water. Mm. Out of a faucet, you have to do like all bottled water. Oh. And I drink about a gallon of water a day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like I, my body needs to like optimally function. And just like when you're out, like I didn't, I never had enough water. Like yeah. I couldn't, I never, I felt like I was never getting enough water. And that, and if doing something physical like that, that would be tough. It's a, it's a lot to plan for yeah. sure. But I mean, like, you know, like I said, we're, we're amateurs at all of this. It's not like we've been doing this for years and years together <laughs> and stuff. Like, you know, we've been dating for almost four years and this is our second like yeah. backpacking trip that we've done together. And you picked like the hardest one. Right. The most <laughs> intense one. Well, but now like you can you do anything. Now you'll, now everything will probably be like, seem right. so much easier. You just have to just think about the absolute basics your absolute necessities right like so for me did you that bring can, chapstick uh, that I was gonna say chapstick yeah. was one of the necessities I can't I cannot do without yeah. it like sorry yeah. like I'd I'd leave like a pair of socks behind for yeah. chapstick yeah. <laughs> but like you like I said like you know I wore the same clothes all week and stuff and um you know I took a bar of soap in case I wanted to rinse myself okay. off and stuff okay. and like just it's just That'd you be just, fine for me. I would I would not need to clean myself. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, I barely dirty. did. Like, I would rinse yeah. my face off in the cold water right. and stuff, but, like, I never, like, bathed in it because I was, like, freezing you wash my your hair the whole time. I did not. It no. was a freaking rat's nest yeah. the whole time. I just, like, kept a ball cap on. Yes, I was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were pretty scuzzy when we got out of the, the backcountry. <laughs> what was, okay, first, was there any part of the trip that you were like, oh, this is, like, a comfort, like, this feels, like in the moment, really great, that maybe, like, in normal situations would not be a comfort. Like, dry socks or something, like, anything. Dry socks, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, you um, put them on. There your- was one night where we we got to one of our mountain crossings, and it was the first fire that we built. Oh. And we were able to hang up our, some of our clothes around it and get some of our, like, you know, dirty socks dried off. And, yeah. like, we could reuse those so we could save a clean pair for the next day or something yeah, like yeah, that. Like, yeah. I know this all sounds, like I said, really scuzzy or whatever, but, like... <laughs> that was, we, like, a luxury. It was to yeah. have that fire. And we, and we shoot, we made it out of wet wood, too. Like, it was just, like, wow. Yeah. I can't believe this is going right now, but, like, it feels so good that it yes. is. And had, like, a really good supper that night. And, and probably also the, the instant coffee and mm. tea that we had. Like Luke had those little instant coffee bags yep, yep. and then I had my tea bags, but like waking up in the morning and just having like a cup of coffee a or a cup liquid, of tea, yeah. that was like a beautiful start to the day. Yes. Yes. Such a good start to the day. So comforting or like we, you know, have it after supper or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just little things like that. How did the first shower feel? I feel like whenever I'm Amazing. in like <laughs> to like brush all the knots out of my hair. Like orgasmic. Like, we're oh just like God. standing there like, oh. I died. I did. I about died in that shower. <laughs> when did, was we, your first shower? Um, we got out and we stayed a night up at that little airport okay. outside of the gates of the Arctic up in Coldfoot. They had like then, a ho- like, like a small like well motel situation. We just kind of slept on the couch in the office. Oh, okay. like they let us like bunk out in there, and it was great. really great. And then there was like, like that diner shower? across the street. Didn't shower there. Okay. Waited until we flew. Uh, three hours back down, I think it was about three hours, something like that, back down south to Fairbanks to the city, like okay. the actual, like the first, you know, like yeah. civilization. Yeah, civilization. And um, got a hotel there barely by the skin of our teeth. It was so expensive. It was ridiculous. But got a hotel and that was our first shower. Like probably, I think it was like the day before we actually flew back home. So like that whole week, and you just like <laughs> shower and like laid in a bed, just like <laughs> laid in this hotel bed, like flipped the TV on, oh, had like yes. get a little snacks and stuff, oh, and we yes. were like living large. Yes, <laughs> it was, yes, it was great. And I think after we did that, or no, it was before we even showered. We went and we had this big 
king crab like dinner with oh, beer yeah. and you know dessert the whole nine yards absolutely and then went and took the shower and it was like yeah we were we were walking in high cotton at that point I <laughs> well it's so funny you said that because our last night in Barcelona so we you obviously you know how Charlie is it's like up first thing mm-hmm. first daybreak of dawn mm-hmm. and non-stop until he literally just like can't go anymore and like falls asleep where he's st- where he's standing. Yep. So that was <laughs> that energy was you know brought for the trip. And and which I appreciate so much because we got to see and do so much. So many things. <laughs> yeah. I'm this I'm the same way, right? I mean, it's tough physically for me to like keep up with his energy. He is like insane it's energy levels. That's why he's such a good runner. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's like his energy is like seriously the energizer bunny. It's like nonstop. So for me, it's like we were probably averaging, I think I looked at my phone like around like 21,000 steps a day. I think maybe that's like eight ish miles. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, we were exhausted like every night, like ready to go. So our last night in Barcelona, so that was like 12 days of like every day, eight, or plus miles and um we were just like we kind of finally hit our traveling wall right we were like we were thinking like oh last night we'll we'll go out we'll like get dinner we'll you know the last night on the town kind of thing we could not leave the hotel bed (laughs) we got went went to the 24-hour market like around the corner just got like a bunch of snacks ordered like takeout Went back to the hotel room, put on like terrible Spanish TV, and we're just like, oh. "You need that lazy day sometimes, <laughs> yeah, and it feels so damn good." So good. It was like <laughs> I think about all the amazing, beautiful places we were in Europe, and I was like, "But that was like a luxury moment." But that was what you wanted <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah. You know, it's a vacation. Yes. You know, you, you do whatever the heck you want to do, and yes. if you want to be lazy, then yes. The and damn we it, had be not lazy. we had not been lazy for like so long, where it was just like, "Oh man, this was like needed." Yeah. And so I know the feeling of it just being like. This melting nice. into the bed and and you just that's where you that's where you are for the rest of the day. <laughs> so then um when you got home like were you was like your body did your body feel you feel like you needed like a vacation from the vacation? Like did you go right back to work and like start <laughs> like we so we oh when did we get home? I think it was like around like noon or like early afternoon on Sunday and mm. then like yeah I went back to working my full-time construction job the next day. I Which sucked because I think it was, I think it was the MREs or like whatever, like our, our instant meals or something. There was a lot of sodium in them. And so like the last day, like I swelled up really bad. And then also from like traveling, I like cankles, like serious, like swollen feet from walking. Swollen. Bad. Bad. Really bad. It's like anyone listening knows how like I know drinking water is like what you're supposed to do, but obviously sometimes it's just impossible to drink that much water when you're traveling. And to keep your feet elevated and stuff. Like I was I looked like I was like nine months pregnant with these cankles. Uncomfortable. (laughs) The worst. So like slipping my work boots on the next day over these like swollen like torn, blistered, soggy feet. My hands, yeah. Would be so my hands get swollen, from, even from like walking too, and then like my feet. I'm like, it's it's so uncomfortable. I don't know how to beat it. Yeah, I don't know either. If I was smart, though, I would have definitely taken like a day. Yeah, at least, <laughs> at least, at the very least. And like, yeah, like I think, like I think Luke ended up going right back to work as well. And it was just, you guys, it was, are <laughs> it was like go go go. You guys are. So savages but i wouldn't have, i wouldn't trade it for the world no, though <laughs> do you, and then eventually like you got a recovery day right yeah like oh yeah, yeah. and big you, time had like the laziest day and they were like i came home from work that night and just like kicked my feet up and was just like out on the couch mm-hmm. not yeah. moving yeah not moving um well that's incredible i am so happy that you shared that with me because i've what just from the moment i heard you doing that i was like what is she doing like this is crazy and i know for you guys, it's like, this is our vacation. This is like what we want to do. But I'm telling you, like other people listening will be like jaw on the floor. Like what? That's a vacation. <laughs> That's a vacation. I can see again, like a trip, a challenge. Like, no, no. That's this what, is like, like I, I, Disney World for us. That's what I tell people. It's like, they're like, I could go on for hours about, you know, all the crazy stuff that we did. And like, you know, it, 
it's it's brutal. It really is. And I said it once and I'll say it again. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone unless you really know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. You do the reading. Yeah, you, you have ask to, the yeah. questions because it's to. intense. Yeah. What would you say was your your very favorite part of it all? Oh, my very, f- oh. very your mom- okay. a moment. This moment was crazy. It was another kind of like mental, physical like test. And we ended up getting like cliffed out and we couldn't go any further the way that we were going. And the only way cliffed out, meaning like you like kind of ran into a dead end. Right. Yeah. And so the only way to continue in the direction that we needed to go was to do this like massive river crossing. Okay. And it, it wasn't like, you know, walking across like the Creek down at, at yeah. mine and Luke's farm. Yeah. It was like balls to the walls, river. rushing river with boulders. You could hear if you sat there and listened, you could hear these boulders like tumbling down from the force of the water. Oh my God. And, uh, Luke said, well, we need to cross it. No. And I looked at him. I said, can we make it without getting hurt? And he was like, well, yeah, we should be all right. And drops his pants. Be all right. Take, yeah, takes his pants off, and oh. I look at him, and I was like, "Okay, well, here we go." So I take my pants off too, so like you know, we can have some dry clothes to put on. But we left our shoes on for traction. Yes. So we we sling our pants over our packs, and we pull them up tight, and we and we do what I thought at the time was like this, just like crazy feet. And the water's cold. It was freezing yeah like numbing yeah and it got all the way up to like my thighs and you know i'm i'm six one so that's some that's some deep water it comes deep. out of that high it was deep and it was it was and like rushing forceful. yeah i was gonna thank god you had like some and extra cold. weight on you yeah and and so he asked if i wanted to hold hands with him i said no because if i go down i don't want you to go with me and oh you know god, like, like so, so we just kind of like you like know, slowly through like, it. Okay, footing. Yep. Okay, and you would like pick it, the leg up, put yeah. it down. Like, okay, I'm. Yep. Still, did you have like sticks or anything nope. to hold? Oh. It was amazing. That was that's probably one of my fondest <laughs> memories because I just. Were you scared? Oh, I, I was. I was really nervous. But yeah. once I got it, like you know, a, a third or halfway out in there, I was like, okay, we we really can do this, and we'll be okay. But it's just like one of those things that, like, if you. You go down, your pack soaked, all your stuff is, oh. you know, ruined, or, or you can just get dragged down the river. Yeah, and you like, get dragged down the river. So it was intense, but it was a pretty amazing thing to have accomplished. Oh, my God. See, that makes me so scared. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I go, like, hiking in the gorge, and there's, like, some places, times where you have to, like, climb mm-hmm. or, like, jump. Th- and I will get, like, I mean, I do it. In the end, I do it, but I'm really, really scared. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to do it, and I don't like it. But then you do, and but you're then just you like, do- all right. You're a badass. Yeah, like, you yeah, can do yeah. anything now. Yeah. And it's just, it was, it was Until, like, the wild. next thing comes up, and I'm like, yeah. oh, and no. Like, oh, shit, here we go it. again. <laughs> but that was that was probably one of my favorite parts. That and finding the bear teeth that I brought home. Oh. That was really cool. You did find... Oh, I found some but no actual bear fangs, bear. but no, yep. Found the dead one, but no live ones. There's a dead one? <laughs> yeah, I found, like, his whole... Carcass? Yeah. Well, no, no fur or anything. Like the skin had already been. Oh, oh, it had been out there for a while. Everything. I found the bones and I picked the skull up and. Oh, did you really want to take? Nobody, nobody narc on me, but I, I pulled the teeth out of it and took them home with me. I think that's fine. It was pretty wild. But you would have taken the whole skull if you could have. I wish I could have. Yes. (laughs) I, I I would have taken every bone (laughs) if I could have. I was like, I'm not packing this around. No, no, no. You're like, you have to like weigh that. You're like, how bad did I want this right. bear how skull? How bad? How, how much weight am I willing to really put up the with? Teeth, the teeth were good. You can mm-hmm. like make it into like some sort of like earrings or a necklace or like right. put it in a stew or something. Right. A yeah. potion. Yeah. I want you to like put it in like one of those little like glass vials. Yeah. And have it on like a little stand. Yeah. Like a potion master. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about your floral business mostly mm-hmm. because I'm just like really interested how because this is like a side hustle for you right mm-hmm. you mentioned you have a regular job um but you gave me like the greatest gift ever which was like a day in the life of a florist and I got to come help you and make boutonnieres and corsages and it was like so much fun and you make like beautiful beautiful bouquets but like how did that all come up like how did you when did you want to do that my friend Cassie and I we we did it for I don't know just for family and friends we play with flowers you and just like be people playing would, yeah and like you know I helped mom with her 
second wedding, you uh-huh. know, that she she had. I helped her do her flowers and you know, we did a couple weddings for a couple friends just for free just because we enjoyed doing it. Yeah. And we were sitting down um at my house that I was renting at the time and, and Cassie would come hang out with me and we'd be smoking a doobie and uh-huh. having a beer together and I looked at her and I said, well, what if like we, you know, made it legit? Yeah. You know, like I'll I'll make us some business cards. Yeah, that yeah. would really be legit. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? Absolutely. <laughs> and um it kind of just started like that. Like, you know, we, we just were playing with it for a while and, and we just decided to kind of go all in and mm-hmm. it really surprisingly took off. Yeah, because they're beautiful. It What's really it called? Took off. The Wild Ones Floral Shop. The Wild Ones Floral Shop. Moscow, Ohio. How would you <laughs> like describe like the vibe that your brides are asking for? Because it's kind of like a certain, like people come to you kind of for a certain look, right? It is. I yeah. think that like that, I guess... It sounds like cliche maybe, but like that bohemian yep. kind of wildflower, yes. whimsical yes. kind of look. I mean, we can cater to a lot of mm-hmm. different looks and stuff, but that style, that's our favorite style for sure. Yeah. A lot of like different kinds of flowers and like greenery. Greenery, and, like, kind dried of an goods undone and, look. Yeah. Like you just were like out on a farm and like picked this gorgeous, beautiful bouquet. For for the wild ones, exactly. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, that's my favorite look. Yeah. For sure. So you just started like started like fun, family and friends, and then you're like, let's yep. do this business. Yeah. Actually like start it mm-hmm. and it and took it's off. Been busy as heck ever since. We've done oh, I don't even know how many weddings this year. I think we did around like twenty or something last year and wow. the year before. And then like I think probably a little more this year. I think we really kind of took it up a notch this year and it yeah. was super busy. Like last weekend there were four. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in one I'll weekend. never do it again but like that was a lot and um it's a lot of fun though yes it's, it's the, it looks like so much fun it's and it's such a, a lot good of creative fun. outlet it really is and you you meet a lot of really cool people mm-hmm. and a lot of like-minded entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and just like badass businessmen and right. women and um like the photographers yeah. the caterer whatever like everything, everything everyone that's like yeah. in a wedding the wedding business that's like hey we're doing this the venues right the venues are insane and it's just um it's a lot of fun it really is and we have a friend as well her name's sarah and she owns this pastry shop called whipped and stitched and Mm -hmm. so we um you can look her up everybody yeah what's her handle her instagram um, handle whipped and stitched whipped and stitched stitched. it's delicious but um she does we do a lot of weddings together and stuff so she'll put a lot of our flowers on her cakes and like we see her there i mean it's just like it's cool to have someone like that too so like you know us three girls that have kind of grown up together Mm -hmm. in the same town and same school and all this stuff are kind of like doing all these really really neat things together and yeah the the creativity and the you know the business side of it and just it's everything about it. I don't know it's just it's just badass it's, it's badass really, feeling to do yeah, that with your friends yeah so. yeah yeah it makes you feel really good yeah and like empowered and then you mm-hmm. get to like share that with your friends I right. think it's great I have like a similar situation um with some people like in the fitness wellness community mm-hmm. that like are kind of started doing their own thing around the same time so we kind of like you know came up in it together and it's yeah. like a I mean, almost in a way, kind of like I wasn't in a sorority, but like you feel like, oh, these are like my little like people and we're all like on this little mission together, like on our different paths, but like we got (laughs) each other's back. We can like share common struggles, share successes, you know, like you people like get it. Yeah. Yeah. People that understand what you're going through and and relate and everything. Yep. And you like need that for sure. Especially when you're doing something that's as difficult as, you know starting something while you have to have a full-time job and have a partner and whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you see that ever like being your main thing? Is that, is that a future goal? We, I've thought about it. Um, I really do enjoy it. It's just not um, consistent enough right now. Cause it's seasonal. Cause it is very yeah. seasonal. Obviously, you know, people love to get married in the fall and the yeah. summer and stuff. And so winter it, it slows down a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to, Yeah, I'd love to make it full time, but right now. And you'll do like some, I've seen like your bouquets for like mother's day yeah, or like we'll what, do, you know, like little to, pop up things, you know, stuff in Valentine's, the off season or whatever. Sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll cater to the, to the kids at the high school and do their homecoming boutonnieres oh, and corsages yeah. and stuff like that. And, um, unfortunately, you know, you have to do funerals as well. So oh, we do funerals yeah. sometimes and, um, 
I try to stick closer to the weddings, though. Yeah. That's that's my favorite thing, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like I can the, see all that. the big installments and stuff. It's just, those are... the Like, fun. Yeah. Those are fun for me, for sure. I think the bouquet, like, the bridal bouquets would be... Oh, that is like... That seems very intimidating to me. Like It I, is. Yeah. That is, like, the main... And did you just teach yourself how? You yeah. You watch, like, a YouTube just, video or something? No. We just kind like, of These look good together. It Let's yeah. just do it. Started to learn all the different names of flowers and what's in season and all everything was oh yeah pretty much self taught for sure. And I mean, I mean, there's still a lot to learn. I yeah, you know, I'm I'm definitely you know not a know it all. And I see all these other florists out there doing stuff. I'm like, oh shit, that's how it's supposed to be done. Okay, oh. <laughs> but you know, it, a lot yeah self self taught. Just kind of thought, no, well, you know, this might be fun. It- it let's is, go for it. It is fun. And you're really, really good at it too. Thank you. Like it's nice. Okay, what's the your Instagram handle? Uh the wild ones floral. The wild ones floral. I think that's it. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll throw it up there too. Yeah. Um well this has been such a delight. Are this, you still nervous? No, I'm not yes. as nervous anymore. This is <laughs> I'm not a very like I'm I'm not a people person or like a social butterfly or anything. So no, you were like I'm not going to be good zone, at this. But. Yeah, well, thank you for doing that. That's no, it was I fun. appreciate it. But yeah, you came and you're like I'm not going to be good at this. I'm like you're good at talking. I know that you are. I've had good conversations enough. with you, and like that's what we're going to do. Good and enough. That's what we did. I really appreciate you. Thank Heck you yeah. so much. Thanks for um, having me. And hopefully we can climb a mountain together soon. I hope so. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye bye. 